Hey friends, this is your host, Mindy Duff, and you're listening to Up Level Your Life with Mindy, your number one personal growth podcast that will bring you closer to uncovering your greatest self. As a certified holistic health and nutrition coach, I created this podcast for anyone who desires to improve physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I'll be interviewing experts and sharing tips and tricks that have helped not only my clients, but that have guided me on my own transformational journey. I believe that we all have a greatness that lies within. We just need to uncover it. Are you ready to level up? Then let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Uplevel Your Life with Mindy. I'm your host, Mindy Duff, and today we're going to continue on part two of this focus on your energy, your vibration, um, how to raise your vibration to uplevel your life, basically. Um, If you missed it last week, I had an episode all dedicated towards this, but mostly we focused on your physical body. So all the different things that you can do for your physical body that can help you raise your vibration and help you again, live a better life. Um, So if you missed that one, definitely go back and check that out. If you haven't listened to it yet, no worries. Um, You can still listen to this one uh, now. You don't have to listen to them in order. Um, But today we're going to focus on pretty much everything else in your life. Spent a lot of time focusing on the body last week, but that's, you know, me as my holistic health and nutrition coach, part of me needs to just get that body stuff out of the way. It is really important um, to do to take care of that physical body, um, because that's just kind of where we, it's an easy place to start for most of us. But there are so many other areas of our life that we can address to just kind of, again, level up a little bit. So today we're going to be talking about those things. Let's move on to um, what you're watching on TV or your phone and what you're listening to. So I... I know that there are people out there that really love like true crime podcasts and and I know just by like when I get on Netflix like all the things that are trending are like death of this person and the murder of this and the cold case whatever like that's like what people want to watch and I sometimes do um as I've gotten a little older the last few years I can tolerate it a lot less it's just icky and I don't like it <laughs> But if you like it, like I'm not judging you, Um, but if you do like those types of things or horror movies and whatnot, pay attention to how you feel when you're watching them. Just a little note here that our bodies, our minds, our brains do not notice the difference or don't recognize the difference between, um, between real, like this is really happening and this is just imaginary made up. So when you feel that anxiety and that suspense, is that something that you really want to be feeling? (laughs) Do you really want to feel more stress and anxiety in your life? Then why are you watching that show? Okay, if you're like, no, I got so much stress and anxiety in my life. Okay, watch something that is going to invoke feelings of, of love or peace or laughter. Um, find a comedian that's, you know, I even have trouble with some comedians because they're, 
there are a lot of negative comedians out there, I feel. But then there are some that are just funny and positive and um, just make you feel good. So seek some of that stuff out. Just pay attention to how you're actually feeling while you're experiencing things. So if you're somebody that's watching a horror movie and you're like, yes, this is just, I am not experiencing any anxiety watching it. I think it's funny and, and I'm laughing and I love it. Cool. Do it. Um, and I'm not saying to never watch those types of things, but just be aware of how much you're watching them. Um, be conscious of your choices here. Why do you want to watch certain things? How does it make you feel when you watch certain things? Do you really want to feel that emotion in your life? Same goes to music. Um, I am a music person and I confess that I don't hear the words very often. <laughs> in fact, I know surprisingly few words to my, some of my favorite songs I can't even sing along with because I like the notes, the sounds it's making, right? Um, and I don't pay attention to what it's actually singing about. But maybe do pay attention. Don't be like me. Pay attention to what the words are actually saying. And decide for yourself there too. Now that's not to say that you can never listen to a angsty song or something like that. But especially if you're trying to raise your vibration and lift your mood, um, maybe don't go for death metal right away unless that's where you at and you need that to help get you to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. Just, I guess what I'm saying is to be conscious um, and be aware of the types of things that you are taking in through your eyeballs and through your ears because it's making a difference. It makes a big, big difference. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is your atmosphere, your physical environment, um, your home, your car, your work. And so this is yet another um, <laughs> plea to myself, from myself to myself to clean my house. <laughs> I have been. I have been cleaning my house. I know a lot of people tell me, oh my goodness, you're so busy. How do you do it all? I don't. I don't do it all. I've always got dishes in the sink. My house is a mess. Um, my house actually isn't a mess right now, I'm proud to say, because I spent last week cleaning and it feels so good. I accidentally cleaned my pantry out. How do you do that? I just did. I don't know. I wasn't planning on it, but I just started going. Next thing I knew, I was four trash bags in. There was no turning back at that point. And it feels amazing to have my pantry cleaned out. I didn't go even like super crazy with it. Um, I didn't spend that much time, but there was, I hadn't done it for a while. It was a mess. Um, and it's, I don't have a very big pantry. It's like a closet, like a tiny little closet. You can't even walk in it. Um, it's big enough for us, but um, so it feels so good. And there's such, again, it's all about energy. There's such an energetic shift when I go to that pantry and it's organized and I can see where everything is. And then I get happy about the fact that I can see where everything is. And I like, I did a couple new little organizational things that seem to be working for me. I like that. And then I feel really good about that. And it's just feeding this, this positive um, loop here. And then I feel proud of myself that I did this and good for me. And look at what you can do. And I made all my kids come and look at it. Look at the pantry. Look how amazing your mom is. Tell me you're proud of me. Right. Um, I, I really did make him say that, but, uh, and it's just so good, but what a small thing. Again, I didn't go like crazy with it. I just threw out the old expired food basically is what I did. Um, and it just feels so much better. So you don't have to attack your whole house. In fact, don't set that yourself up for that expectation right away. Just pick one area 
Maybe you pick an area that's bugging you the most, or maybe that's too overwhelming and you just pick a small area. Clean out your car. Pick a, take a bag of trash out if you've got trash in there. I always have trash because I have three kids and we end up um, having to eat in the car quite a bit after school snacks and whatnot. Um, so I feel like there's always trash to be taken out of my car. Vacuum it. Uh, wipe it down. See how that feels. Just changing the energetic um, space that you're in has such an impact on your energy. Uh, there's a whole mess of studies done on the impact of clutter and what that does to anxiety levels. So if you're somebody that experiences high anxiety, take a look at the clutter around you. I mean, it's, it's a thing. So, um, and I am not here to judge because again, got all kinds of clutter in my house. I'm working on it. You got to do it just bit by bit. Um, but yeah, just start somewhere and you will feel so much better because all of that is impacting you, um, whether you like it or not. The next thing I want to talk about is the company that you keep. So this is the people you spend the most time around. So your friends, your close family members, um, who are you hanging out with? And is this the type of person that you want to spend time with? Uh, now, just kind of maybe do a real quick inventory on these people that you are around the most. Are they negative? Are they Debbie Downers? Are they the type that always want to gossip about, oh my gosh, did you hear about what so-and-so did? What do you think about this? Um, is that their their primal prime conversation topics when they're chatting with you? Or are they uplifters? Are they people that are going after things in their own life? It doesn't mean that, you know, they have to be always striving to be president of their company, but like, are they, you know, working towards things? Are they goal oriented? Are they um, trying to look on the bright side of things? Are they encouraging? What types of people do you surround yourself with? Um, and what types of people do you want to surround yourself with? Hopefully you want to surround yourself with lots of people that are positive and whatnot. Um, but maybe it's time to let a few people go. And that when you let people out of your life, it does not need to be dramatic. In fact, I suggest the opposite. Okay. So if you have identified some people in your life where you're like, you know, I just, I don't feel good when I'm around them. They complain all the time. They're just negative. They don't support me. In fact, they do the opposite. They poke fun at me when I try and, you know, try new goals or if I struggle with something, they make comments like, well, you're never going to be able to do that. And I just don't want to hang out with them very much anymore. So just don't. <laughs> you don't have to call them up and say, hey, I listened to this podcast. and I decided that you're the toxic influence on my life. So I'm never going to see you again. Like, don't do that. Um, but you can start just not reaching out so much. Or if you find yourself reaching out, ask yourself, why? Why do I want to talk to this person right now? Um, and if they reach out to you, you don't have to hang up immediately. Um, but you also, you know, there's ways to kind of phase things out. And I think that the more you raise your own vibration, the more those people fall away naturally. Okay. What usually happens is if you've got close friends that maybe are a little ooh, prone to gossip or whatnot, but you start making these changes, they're either, without even thinking about it, without even realizing it, they're either going to start following your lead and making these changes as well, or you're just not going to hear from it anymore. I think of it almost like like magnets. Um, you know, when you have the, 
the magnets that like repel the wrong ends of the magnets and they just floop and they go <laughs> like you can't you can't stick those magnets together because it's like there's this invisible force field around you that's preventing them from getting any closer. Um, you know, you can wish them well, send them all the love, but that doesn't mean you have to hang out with everybody. Um, so just food for thought there. Now, there is a situation where you might have to be around someone that you don't like, and that is generally in a work situation. Maybe it is unfortunately your boss. Maybe it is a coworker that you work closely with and you just, you can't get away from them because it's your job and there they are every day. So what you want to do in that situation is I, I almost hate saying this, but look for the positives. So you can do something that's called a focus wheel. And this is just, this is just a strategy. You don't have to do this exact thing. But if you're going to do a focus wheel, you put the issue in the middle, like Larry in the cubicle, cubicle next door makes me want to stab my eyeballs with a fork, <laughs> right? Um, so then you make little spokes coming off of this uh, circle in the middle and make like, I don't know, 11 or 12 of them. And then on each of those little spokes, you need to write something that you don't hate about Larry. Okay. You can say, well, he is really great at this part of his job. I appreciate that he always asks how my weekend is, even though I don't like talking to him, but you can't, you can't focus on that. I don't like talking to him part. He does care. You know, maybe he no brings the best cupcakes. I don't know. Whatever it is that just you don't hate. Again, what doesn't suck right now? Then you're going to list that on around on this focus wheel um, just so that you can start turning, shifting that energy. Does that mean that you're suddenly going to find that, oh my goodness, I actually love Larry. We're going to be best friends. I should ask him over to my house this weekend. Absolutely not. I mean, maybe that'd be cool, but I wouldn't expect that. You're just trying to get to a point where um, the sound of his name doesn't like make you instantly cringe, right? So um, there are things that you can shift in your mind uh, to just try and see things a little bit differently to improve your situation. Um, just a few more things I wanted to touch on really quickly. Um, things that affect your vibration. What you speak. What do you say all the time, out loud or internally? Um, and let's focus more on out loud here. I'll separate this into two things. So what you speak. Do you drop stuff and say, ah, I'm such a klutz? Do you forget somebody's name and go, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot? Do you say those things ever? You maybe um, don't notice that you do. You probably say something though. Uh, you probably now will notice when other people do it. And then once you start noticing it in other people, you'll be able to notice it more in yourself. Um, how about when you see someone um, achieve some great goal and then your response is, oh, wow, I could never do that. Do you say those things? Oh, that person's so amazing. I could never, I'm not, ooh, I'm horrible in Eeyore. <laughs> like that's when I always think when people get into Eeyore mode, oh, hum, woe is me. I'm just a nothing, right? Uh, no, don't say, <laughs> don't say those things, especially don't say them out loud because your brain is a computer. You're, you're programming it. So when you say that I nevers, I could never do that, or I'm an idiot, or I'm not good with money. I am, I've said it on this podcast before and I need to, I, I am stopping. In fact, I have slowed down. Um, I say I'm bad at math all the time and yeah, I'm not like a, going to become some 
astrophysicist or something because I'm so great at math. I don't have any desire for that. But truth is, I'm not horrible at math. And the more I say that I'm bad at math, (laughs) probably the worse I get and the more I want to avoid it because I'm bad at math, right? No. (laughs) So pay attention to what you're saying to yourself um, out loud and and internally and what you're thinking about yourself. That one's a lot harder to notice uh, what you're saying internally. Um, but I have thoughts in my head. So we all do. Um, gosh, I want to say I had I had one just a minute ago or before I started this podcast. I can't think what it was. Hopefully it comes to me. But I have started thinking, you've maybe heard some people refer to this before, um, to name your ego. So it's kind of like if you can imagine you have your soul self, which is which is like your true self, and your ego self, which is you know, maybe just tied to this body. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm just throwing something out there for funsies. So if you think of it like that, as your ego is being useful there for a reason, but um, not always accurate about things, thinking of it as kind of a separate entity, I don't know what word I want to use here, a separate being in your own body, um, multiple personalities here, right? Um, And if you name that person, that's within you. That helps a lot. Uh, mine's name is Tammy. I don't know why. I don't know why her name is Tammy. It just came when I heard this, like, oh, name your ego. That was the first name that came to mind, Tammy. So if your name is Tammy, uh, like no bad love to you out there at all. Um, but sometimes I'll have a thought and it's always like a negative, like you can't do that kind of a thought. Who are you to do that? Um, Gosh, I want to. I really want to share it with you. I want to say it was um, before I did this podcast. It was right before I hit record. It was this little voice. Oh, I think it was this little voice of you know. There's so many other people talking about the same exact thing. So why should you do it? Why why contribute to the noise? There's already more more talented people out there that have already shared this information. What is the point of this podcast? And it was like, what? Where's this thought even coming from? And how many times do we think thoughts like that? And we we hear them and we just don't even stop to question them. And we don't even stop to go, you know, wait a minute, do I actually believe that's true? Do I really think that there's no point in me sharing this podcast, this information on this podcast? Or do we think just stop and go, hold on, Tammy. (laughs) There might be people who have not heard this information before from any other source. I'm going to put it out there. Who knows who can hear it? Perhaps one day, um, I like to think of this podcast as like information for my own children as they grow. Um, This podcast is going to be live out there indefinitely, I hope. Um, And so my own kids can listen to it long after I'm ever gone, um, and grandkids and whoever, you know, can, can benefit from this. So Tammy, thanks for the, in for the concern, but maybe like shut up a little, I don't know, <laughs> right. You don't have to listen to your ego. Um, but pay attention to what you're speaking out loud, pay attention to the thoughts that you're thinking about yourself and are they empowering and encouraging and loving, or are they negative and telling you, you can't do that this isn't for you. Also be careful of the word just. Um, that's something I read in a book a couple years ago and oh man, I, I still catch myself typing it in emails and then I go back and delete it. Like, Hey, Caroline, I'm just emailing to tell you about this new, no, you're not just emailing. Cause that diminishes, changes the whole energy of the whole email. Hey, Caroline, I'm emailing you today to tell you about X, Y, Z, right? 
So just notice how often you're using just, oh, it's just me. No, it's not just you. It's you. <laughs> and you're great. Okay. So take up some space in this world. Um, elevate your energy and own it. The final thing I wanted to talk about is gratitude. And gratitude is the fastest way to elevate your vibration that I can think of. Again, that's going back to that game of what doesn't suck right now. That's actually is a form of gratitude. Um, you know, it, it, essentially, right? So we when we think about gratitude, we think we have to go, okay, I am grateful for the air that I breathe and I'm grateful for okay, yes, you can be grateful for all those things, but Sometimes if you're in a not great space, vibrationally speaking, sometimes you're going to have to find something that's not impressive, <laughs> right? I am grateful that, I don't know, I got feet, my feet work, I can walk. All right, start there. Great. There's a thing that you could be grateful for. Um, yeah, I'm grateful that Larry was sick today, so I didn't have to sit next to him in this cubicle. Okay, that's not a positive, like, loving thing, but that's going to at least start you in the right direction. So don't underestimate the power of gratitude, and you don't have to sit down and make out a list. You can. Um, in fact, I encourage you to, if anyone has checked out my journal, the Up Level Your Life journal, it's available for sale, mindyduff.com. Uh, but the Up Level Your Life journal has spots for you to write down what you're grateful for every day, 10, ten little slots. Um, if you do that, I always encourage you to write down what you're grateful for and why, not just what you're grateful for. The and why portion is actually more important because that's going to kind of evoke the feelings of gratitude even more just to say, okay, I'm grateful for the internet and my computer and this microphone and my podcast. Okay. Why? Why am I grateful for all those things? Well, I love doing a podcast. I love all the people that I meet. It's super fun to have these conversations. I love that I learn so much and that I get to share some of that with the people out there and that they learn too. And it's just this whole big thing. Okay. That's way different than just making a laundry list of what you're the things that you're grateful for in your life. So uh, make sure that you're focusing on why. But you don't have to write anything down. Don't let that stop you. Don't think, oh, I'll start doing that first thing in the morning when I wake up. Don't put that pressure on yourself. I mean, you can do it. It's great. But do it when you're driving in your car. Do it when you're brushing your teeth. You know, you don't have to think of all 10 things all right at once. Maybe you think of like three super powerful things while you're brushing your teeth. That's far more impactful on your life than thinking, making a list of 10 things that you just did just so that you had a list of 10. Okay. It's all about the emotion that's invoked beyond that. So again, it doesn't matter if you are flying high today or if you were kind of down in the dumps or somewhere in between. Um, we can always reach for the next best feeling thought. And I hope that this podcast gave you a few tips, a few strategies on how you can do that um, to live our best lives and um, ultimately get to where we are spending more of our time. Don't expect all of it, that's, um, but more of our time in the love and the authenticity portions uh, of that emotional guidance scale. And if you are looking for more help on how to live authentically, don't forget to check out my course on my website, also mindyduff.com. I do have a course on how to live more authentically, and that can help you raise that vibration even more.
All right. Well, I have yacked long enough here today. Um, I hope wherever you're at, you're having a fantastic day and I will catch you on the next one. That's it for today, friends. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe or even better, leave a review and let me know what resonated with you the most. The more you tell me what you love, the better I'm able to create future episodes with even better content. I'm sending you so much love and light. I'll see you in the next episode.